Welcome to Reading the One-Year Bible Together, a daily podcast and radio program that runs seven days a week. My name's Bryce Tomlinson, and I'll be joined by Sherry Atanasov, and on occasion, my lovely wife, Julie. If you don't have a one-year Bible, you can find a link to the reading plan at readingtheoneyearbibletogether.com and in the show notes on your favorite podcast app. This podcast is recorded live and interactively from our live streams on YouTube, Facebook, X, and Twitch, which we do Monday through Saturday. You're welcome to join the conversation on any of our social media platforms at 10 a.m. Pacific. Details can be found in the show notes as well as our website. You're welcome to read out of whichever version of the Bible that you like best. We just happen to use the World English Bible because it's public domain. And as such, these programs are also public domain. You're welcome to download them and re-upload them anywhere that you see fit, anywhere that you think the Word of God is needed. We feel like that's pretty much everywhere, so you should totally do that. And even if you can't do that, you can still hit that share button on your podcast app. Share this on your timeline. Share this on your Facebook, your X feed, your TikTok, or wherever you think that people ought to be getting into the Bible. In the show notes and the website, you'll find links to PayPal and Patreon, where you can show your support and contribute to the improving of our audio quality and the audio gear that we use to record these podcasts and live streams. Thanks for joining us, and here we go. Today is February 8th, and that means it is day 39 of the one-year Bible. Day 39 is going to start us out in the book of Exodus, chapter 28. So if you would like to get turned there, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for our time together. God, we ask that your Holy Spirit would live in us and breathe through us. Give us a right attitude, a right understanding, a right perspective. God, give us your perspective on uh, on life and how it's supposed to be and your worldview that you want us to have. God, we ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Exodus chapter 28, starting in verse 1. Bring Aaron, your brother, and his sons with him near to you from among the children of Israel, that he may minister to me in the priest's office. Aaron with Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar, Aaron's sons. You shall make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, for glory and for beauty. You shall speak to all who are wise-hearted, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, that they make Aaron's garments to sanctify him, that he may minister to me in the priest's office. These are the garments which they shall make, a breastplate, an ephod, a robe, a fitted tunic, a turban, and a sash. They shall make holy garments for Aaron your brother and his sons, that he may minister to me in the priest's office. They shall use the gold and the blue and the purple and the scarlet and the fine linen. They shall make the ephod of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twined linen, the work of the skillful workman. It shall have two shoulders straps joined to the two ends of it, that it may be joined together. The skillfully woven band which is on it shall be like its work, and of the same piece, of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twined linen. You shall take two onyx stones, and engrave on them the names of the children of Israel, six of their names on the one stone, and the names of the six that remain on the other stone, in the order of their birth. With the work of an engraver in stone, like the engravings of a signet, you shall engrave the two stones according to the names of the children of Israel. You shall make them to be enclosed in settings of gold. You shall put the two stones on the shoulder straps of the ephod to be stones of memorial for the children of Israel. Aaron shall bear their names before Yahweh on his two shoulders for a memorial. You shall make settings of gold 
and two chains of pure gold. You shall make them like cords of braided work. You shall put the braided chains on the settings. You shall make a breastplate of judgment, the work of the skillful workman, like the work of the ephod. You shall make it of gold, of blue, and purple, and scarlet, and fine twined linen. You shall make it. It shall be square and folded double. A span shall be its length, and a span its width. You shall set in it settings of stone, four rows of stones, a row of ruby, topaz, and beryl shall be the first row, and the second row a turquoise, a sapphire, and an emerald, and the third row a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst, and the fourth row a chrysolite, an onyx, and a jasper. They shall be enclosed in gold in their settings. The stones shall be according to the names of the children of Israel, twelve according to their names, like the engravings of a signet, every one according to his name. They shall be for the twelve tribes. You shall make on the breastplate chains like cords of braided work of pure gold. You shall make on the breastplate two rings of gold, and shall put the two rings on the two ends of the breastplate. You shall put the two braided chains of gold in the two rings at the ends of the breastplate. The other two ends of the two braided chains you shall put on the two settings, and put them on the shoulder straps of the ephod in its four part. You shall make two rings of gold, and you shall put them on the two ends of the breastplate on its edge, which is toward the side of the ephod inward. You shall make two rings of gold, and shall put them on the two shoulder straps of the ephod underneath, in its forepart, close by its coupling, above the skillfully woven band of the ephod. They shall bind the breastplate by its rings to the rings of the ephod with a lace of blue, that it may be on the skillfully woven band of the ephod, and that the breastplate may not swing out from the ephod. Aaron shall bear the names of the children of Israel in the breastplate of judgment on his heart when he goes into the holy place for a memorial before Yahweh continually. You shall put in the breastplate of judgment the Urim and the Thummim, and they shall be on Aaron's heart when he goes in before Yahweh. Aaron shall bear the judgment of the children of Israel on his heart before Yahweh continually. You shall make the robe of the ephod all of blue. It shall have a hole for the head in the middle of it. It shall have a binding of woven work around its hole, as it were the hole of a coat of mail, that it not be torn. On its hem you shall make pomegranates of blue, and of purple, and of scarlet, all around its hem, with bells of gold between and around them, a golden bell and a pomegranate, a golden bell and a pomegranate, around the hem of the robe. It shall be on Aaron to minister, and its sound shall be heard when he goes into the holy place from before Yahweh, and when he comes out, that he not die. You shall make a plate of pure gold, and engrave on it like the engravings of a signet, holy to Yahweh. You shall put it on a lace of blue, and it shall be on the sash. It shall be on the front of the sash. It shall be on Aaron's forehead, and Aaron shall bear the iniquity of the holy things, which the children of Israel 
Israel shall make holy in all their holy gifts, and it shall be always on his forehead that they may be accepted before Yahweh. You shall weave the tunic with fine linen. You shall make a turban of fine linen. You shall make a sash, the work of the embroiderer. You shall make tunics for Aaron's sons. You shall make sashes for them. You shall make headbands for them, for glory and for beauty. You shall put them on Aaron your brother, and on his sons with him, and shall anoint them, and consecrate them, and sanctify them, that they may minister to me in the priest's office. You shall make them linen pants to cover their naked flesh. They shall reach from the waist even to the thighs. They shall be on Aaron and on his sons when they go in to the tent of meeting, or when they come near to the altar to minister in the holy place, that they don't bear iniquity and die. This shall be a statute forever to him and to his offspring after him. Next, we are going into the New Testament. We are now in the book of Matthew, chapter 25, starting in verse 31. But when the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. Before him all the nations will be gathered, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then the king will tell those on his right hand, Come, blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you a drink? When did we see you as a stranger and take you in, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you sick, or in prison, and come to you? The king will answer them, most certainly, I tell you, because you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. Then he will say also to those on the left hand, depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire, which is prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you didn't give me food to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you didn't take me in, naked, and you didn't clothe me, sick, and in prison, and you didn't visit me. Then they will also answer, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and didn't help you? Then he will answer them, saying, Most certainly I tell you, because you didn't do it to one of the least of these, you didn't do it to me. These will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Next, we continue in Matthew chapter 26, starting in verse 1. When Jesus had finished all these words, he said to his disciples, You know that after two days the Passover is coming, and the Son of Man will be delivered up to be crucified. Then the chief priests, then the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders of the people were gathered together in the court of the high priest, who was called Caiaphas. They took counsel together that they might take Jesus by deceit and kill him. But they said, Not during the feast, lest a riot occur among the people. Now when Jesus was in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came to him, having an alabaster jar of very expensive ointment, and she poured it on his head as he sat at the table. But when his disciples saw this, they were indignant, saying, Why this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. However, knowing this... 
Jesus said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? She has done a good work for me, for you always have the poor with you, but you don't always have me. For in pouring this ointment on my body, she did it to prepare me for burial. Most certainly, I tell you, wherever this good news is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be spoken of as a memorial of her. Now we are going back into the Old Testament. We are now in the book of Psalms, chapter 31, starting in verse 9. Have mercy on me, Yahweh, for I am in distress. My eye, my soul, and my body waste away with grief. For my life is spent with sorrow, my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity. My bones are wasted away. Because of all my adversaries, I have become utterly contemptible to my neighbors, a horror to my acquaintances. Those who saw me on the street fled from me. I am forgotten from their hearts like a dead man. I am like broken pottery, for I have heard the slander of many, terror on every side. While they conspire together against me, they plot to take away my life. But I trust in you, Yahweh. I said, you are my God. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. Make your face to shine on your servant. Save me in your loving kindness. Let me not be disappointed, Yahweh, for I have called on you. Let the wicked be disappointed. Let them be be silent in Sheol. Let the lying lips be mute, which speak against the righteous insolently with pride and contempt. And now we finish in Proverbs chapter 8 verses 12 and 13. I, wisdom, have made prudent my dwelling. Find out knowledge and discretion. The fear of Yahweh is to hate evil. I hate pride, arrogance, the evil way, and the perverse mouth. We thank you, God, today for your word that is good, that is everlasting, that is and was and is to come and will always be forever. God, we thank you that your word does not need updating. It does not need to be progressive. It does not need to change with the times. Because if your word needed to change, then who are you? You can't be God if that's true. But God, you are God. You are Yahweh. I am is your name. You are pre-existent, post-existent, omniscient, omnipotent. We can't know everything that you intend. And so how can we dictate what your word should say? We are not in that position. And we just thank you that you are merciful enough to give us this word to use every day in our lives, to apply it every day in our lives. We pray that your spirit would indwell us and create an environment in our homes where we are adhering to your word every day, that your spirit would convict us and correct us. Lord, I pray that you would light our path each day with your word, with what we've read. And we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you again for joining us, and please remember that all our resources can be found on our social media page at readingtheoneyearbibletogether.com. Have a great day. Bye-bye.